You're listening to Elk Point Baptist Church. Subscribe to our podcast to hear every sermon and like us on Facebook by searching Elk Point Baptist Church, located in Elk Point, South Dakota. Praise and give him honor and glory and thanks. Amen. And this is one way let us start off with. It says for all you've done. Just want to thank him and praise him for all he's done.
Amen. Joshua said, choose you this day whom you will serve. And I like what he said. He, he said, choose you this day. You know, if you choose the Lord this day, you have to do it again tomorrow. Amen. It's an everyday thing to serve the Lord. you got to decide to serve him every day. Take up your cross daily and follow him. So we might sing this song as Joshua said, choose you this day whom you will serve. But as for me and my house, by the grace of God, I have to say, we will serve the Lord. We stand here together as a family. Thank you for the book. 
sometimes we just play out a tune, that way it makes the sound like more people's up here. <laughs> we try to get a tune, Mr. Bones. this uh, Sunday morning, we're going to be uh, taking a few requests, but we just got a room for a few, you know, we'd like to do. If you've got any that you'd really like to have us do, uh, let us know about this Sunday morning, all right? We'll try to fulfill as many as we can.
Y'all sing that chorus with us. It's really easy. So we've come to worship the Lord. Matter of fact, that's what the message is about tonight. So go ahead and get ready for it. Amen. Praising the Lord. That's what we should be uh, busy about doing all the time. Amen. The church is a really good place to worship the Lord and praise Him. So sing that chorus with us. The whole thing, if you like to. For being a friend so Holding my hand when I could not stand. Thank you, Lord, for giving your life for me on the cross of Calvary for taking my place. Mercy and grace. Thank you. Some of you, I'm sorry, but I see some of you a little bit shy. 
about singing. Amen. Ain't nobody listening to you. Amen. The Lord's listening, though. Amen. He wants to hear you say it. Thank you, Lord. And that's really easy, of course. Can we do it one more time? Real good and loud. Thank you. is sacrifice of praise. Amen. I want to preach on that this evening. Turn with me in your Bibles tonight to, to uh, Hebrews chapter 13. Hebrews chapter 13. It's good to be in the Lord's house. Good to see a, a good crowd. Several has come from a far distance. Brother Randy, thank y'all so much for coming and joining us. Amen. We'll be down to his church starting Sunday night. We go, go from here. Y'all pray for us so we go from this church Sunday afternoon down to his church. And that, that really works real good for us. And I appreciate y'all working together uh, like you do to let us go on down there for that Sunday night. Hebrews chapter 13 and verse 15. Just one verse we want to cover tonight on this thought of sacrifice of praise. And uh, if, if there's anything that's missing in our Baptist churches I believe it's one thing we hit the other night, and that's prayer. And the other thing is praise. Yeah. And uh, I, I preach a lot about this. Some, maybe some of this you may have heard me preach because uh, I feel like it needs to be continued on, praising the Lord, you know, because we need to get ready for heaven, yeah. you know, and that's what, that's what us preachers and evangelists are made for. We're for the, we're for the perfection, perfecting of the saints. And until you get it right, we got to keep on going. <laughs> and uh, when I say that, I mean my own self. I ain't got this per, uh, praise perfected yet, but I, I want to work on it some more. But uh, a lot of the Bible, matter of fact, the whole book of Psalms is re uh, centered around this word praise. Why? Because we are going to spend eternity in heaven praising God. If you don't like loud crowds, you may not like those first few days in heaven. Because they say that there's, uh, there's going to be thousands, there's going to be millions, possibly billions around the throne of God praising Him. And guess what? You're going to be one of them. <laughs> Whether you like it or not, John's already saw you <laughs> in the book of Revelations praising the Lord God Almighty. Amen. So uh, my job is just to kind of get us ready for that. And get us all thinking about the sacrifice of praise. And uh, so let's just read this one verse here, Hebrews chapter 13. Would you mind standing and resting, stretching your legs and also reverencing the word of God? The Bible says, by him, or we could say, I believe from the context of this verse, 
But because of him, therefore let us offer the sacrifice of praise to God continually. That is the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to his name. Lord, I thank you so much for the opportunity to preach. Lord, I thank you for the opportunity that we have to praise, Lord. And, and I want to thank you for those that helped us in the praising you, Lord, in the song service. Lord, and we want to praise you in the uh, message tonight. Lord, we want to lift your name high, Father, Lord. We want to bless your name. And Lord, help us to say that and help us to lift up your name, help your people and be helped, Father. We ask it in your precious and holy name, the name of Jesus. Amen. You may be seated. Thank you so much. Now, that first, those first few words are a loaded first couple, two or three words there. The Bible says, by him, therefore. Or we could say, like I said, because of the context, we could say also, because of him. Because of who? Who you think he's talking about? Well, if you know the book of Hebrews, it's talking about Jesus. You know, because it's all about him and how good he was to take the place of all those animals that were sacrificed uh, in the past. Have you ever thought about lately how many, brother, have you thought about how many millions of lambs were slain throughout the Old Testament? Well, I'll just give you a little bit of idea. Uh, in, in the book of uh, Exodus, when they first started the Passover, I mean, that was 600, we, we could estimate there were 600 men in Israel. So I, I think we could say easily that there was, uh, when they had to make that first Passover, there must have been several hundred thousand lambs that were slain in that one night. And because, uh, they, uh, because we know that there was at least uh, 600,000 men, possibly that many families, in the nation of Israel. Pro probably, we could estimate to say there was probably a million Israelites that went out of Egypt on that night of the Passover. So that was a lot of lambs that were slain, wasn't it? But you know what? It didn't stop that, that year. That was the beginning of the Passover uh, uh, ordinance that God had commanded the Israelites to do, to do every year. But not only do, do that ordinance every year, but throughout the year they would give sacrifices. Uh, it seems like, man, it, just everything that would come along, just the least little bit of sin, and I'm not belittling sin because that's what put Jesus on the cross was our sin, your sin and my sin. But you see those, all those animals that were slain were just a temporary atonement. Can you imagine that, brother? All those, Brother Randy, all those, tent, all those lambs, hundreds, and I think we could say easily billions, maybe, possibly, at least millions of lambs and uh, different kinds of bulls and goats that were sacrificed over the years were just a temporary atonement. That ought to put in your mind how bad sin is. <laughs> uh, we, sometimes we belittle sin. The world, listen to me, everybody look up here. The world laughs at sin. But we shouldn't as children of God laugh at sin. Because that's what made our Savior have to go to the cross. To pay for our sins so that we wouldn't have to go to hell and pay for our own sins. I would say there's nothing laughable about sin. It's a serious matter. And uh, the, more, the more you understand that, the more you'll appreciate the sacrifices that were made. But again... 
Those were just temporary sacrifices all through the years. And then you come to First and Second Samuel where Samuel made several hundred sacrifices. And then also we see one place where uh, Samson, excuse me, Solomon uh, uh, sacrificed at least 100,000, I believe it was 100,000 lambs in one day. In one day. That's, that's a lot of blood. And uh, that, again, I mean, I'm going to say this several times, that was just a temporary sacrifice. But you, if you lined up uh, tankers, uh, truck tankers along the ro road, it would fill up, probably the blood would fill up several of those tankers that come by. That's a lot of blood. And you say, Brother Brady, you're grossing me out. Well, let me say, let me say, let me say to you, your sin grosses out God. Your sin, our, more than the blood grosses out us. Our, our sin is a, is a slap in the face. It's, it's a, a, a offensive to God. Our sin is offensive to God. Your sin, my sin, even the least little thing is offensive to God. But praise God, all of mine have been paid for. <laughs> I have to say that real quickly because I get feeling real bad, and I should feel bad about my sin. You say, Brother Bray, that's a good thing. Well, it's that way you can get saved, and then you can sin all you want. No, man, that's not the way it works. Matter of fact, if you, if you think you're going to get saved and, and uh, be able to sin all you want, you won't get saved. When you get saved, God takes away that sin nature, or not the sin nature, but he adds another nature that fights against that sin nature. Unfortunately, we still have that sin nature. We do still sin, but we, we have to fight against it. And God has given us something to fight against that sin nature. Amen. So we don't, we don't uh, uh, offend the thrice holy God anymore. But I'm, getting, I'm, try, I'm going somewhere with this because in that verse we just read, it says, by him, therefore. I'm trying to get you to where you'll know why the therefore is therefore. Amen. So all that's mentioned in the... Uh, Old Testament and here in Hebrews where Jesus became the one and only sacrifice that lasted for all eternity. Hallelujah. You, man, you think about it, mercy. That, that excites me thinking about you know, all of those, the blood of those bulls and goats and the hundreds of thousands, possibly millions of goats and bulls and lambs that were shed, their, their blood was shed, and that was just a temporary atonement. But Jesus' one sacrifice. <laughs> Woo! Somebody ought to be shouting by now. I guess it had to be me. <laughs> uh, just one blood sacrifice of the sweet, holy Lamb of God wiped away all sin. That's why John saw Jesus coming there uh, down to the brink of the uh, River of Jordan. He said, Behold! <laughs> Behold the Lamb of God which taketh away the sin of the world. No, nothing temporary about it, but takes away. It doesn't, uh, the blood of those bulls and goats, it just, it just kind of put a covering on the sin. It didn't take it away. But the praise God, the blood of Jesus took it all away. Took away the blood, took away the sin of the whole world. And, you say, well, does that mean everybody's saved? No, you have to accept that. You have to believe on that. You have to believe that Jesus died for you. Believe, believe that he died on the cross to save you from your sins. And, 
and believe that his blood cleansed you from your sins and that you can go to heaven by trusting in him, as Pastor mentioned last night, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved. I, I just want to say one more thing about this and then we'll get into our verse. But Jesus opened up the way so that we could get to the Father. And the only thing that would open up that way for us to get to the throne room of grace was his precious blood. Not just his sin, uh, excuse me, he didn't have any sin, not just his death on the cross for sin, but he had to shed that blood on the cross. Amen. And when he shed that blood on the cross, when he died, his spirit took that blood up to the throne room of grace and made an eternal atonement for sin. Amen. There on the mercy seat. Amen. And now we have access to the throne. That's why we can come to the throne boldly, brother. But because of that blood and for no other reason, not, not for any reason, but just because you had a good day, maybe because you've been a good boy or a good girl, no way. But because of the blood of Jesus, we have access to the throne. I use this illustration a lot, and even I may have used it here, but I, I like using it, so I'm going to give it to y'all. We have a sound uh, uh, alarm system at our house, and somebody might say, Brother Brady, you're just afraid you don't want to, you have that alarm system. No, I just don't like surprises. I don't want to come in our house after being gone for several days, sometimes weeks, and knowing somebody's gotten in our house, you know, I want to know what's going on, that, that I've got something to face. Well, that has happened before. We come home and our alarm system be, be, uh, went off. Well, my sweet loving wife says, honey, you need to go in there and clear the way, what you need to do. <laughs> She don't say it exactly. Matter of fact, she might not even say that, but she expects that. I know she does. That's just my job. I'm supposed to do it. As the song says, that's my job. That's what I do. <laughs> I better not leave my carnality at home. Amen. <laughs> anyway, back to, back to town. Amen. Uh, anyway, Okay, well, she wants me to clear the way. Well, I, I go in there, but not by myself. Not by myself. I got 357 friends with me. <laughs> of course, the Lord goes with me too, you know. I know what y'all are thinking. <laughs> you don't forget about that 357. You know what I mean. Anyway. But you know what? I go in there and, I, Brother Jesse, I don't know what I'd do if I come across somebody. I said, you better get saved right now or you're going to about to meet your maker. Amen. <laughs> I'd give them a chance. Count to three. Three, two, one. <laughs> better be the fastest getting saved they've ever been, I guess. Anyway, but what, but what I'm trying to say is I'm trying to clear the way for my family. And you know what? That's exactly what Jesus did for us when he took that blood to the throne of the room of grace that he might clear the way so that you and I can go boldly to the throne of grace and obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. I don't know about you, but I, I take advantage of that grace and mercy. Every day I ask, Lord, please 
Give me grace and mercy. I can't make it without your grace and mercy every day. So I take advantage of my access to the throne as much as I can. I don't do it as much as I should, but I try to go to that throne room of grace more. And you should take advantage of that, that access to the throne, that access to prayer to God. Amen. But, but we're not talking about prayer tonight, but we're talking about praise. By Him, therefore, what should we do? Let us offer the sacrifice of praise, not the sacrifice of a lamb. Aren't you glad Sunday morning? Aren't you glad tonight you don't have to go home and feed a little lamb and get him ready and to, to bring to church Sunday morning so that you can just cut his throat and let him bleed on the altar? Aren't you glad of that, Brother Randy? That you, don't, you, just, you just come like you are. Amen. Without a sacrifice. But God, because he's done this for us, we should let us therefore bring a sacrifice of praise. A sacrifice of praise. Give you just four or five things and we'll be done tonight. First of all, a sacrifice of praise is a decision. You need to decide every day that you're going to spend time praising the Lord. Not only at church, although church is a good time to praise the Lord. Let me tell you a few things about praise. Praise, number one, is commanded. Let everything that hath breath praise the Lord. Praise is comely, the Bible says, for the up, upright. So you know what the word comely means? The word comely means beautifying. Some of us need that. Amen. Uh, praise is comely for the upright. But let me say this too. Praise is contagious. Praise is contagious. I, I can just tell from this, this, uh, this service this, this afternoon, this evening, some of you weren't raising your hand too much until you saw other people raising your hand. You know, I, it's, it's, it's addictive. Amen. It's addictive, and it's, it, it catches on. Amen. And we should, we should be the one that first one to raise our hand because it's contagious. It's contagious. I, let me give you this story right quickly, and I'll move on. We were at a church, Brother Jesse, and there's a young man come and sit on the right-hand side. And, boy, everything I said, I mean, it was praise God, hallelujah, preach it, brother, preach it. Now, the, that wouldn't have stood out to me, but everybody else was quiet as they could be as, as a mouse, as they'd say. I mean, what, nothing going on. Matter of fact, it's one of those churches where I would have loved to have seen some kind of movement, even if it was to go to the bathroom. <laughs> but this guy right here, he was praising the Lord. He was thanking God for, you know, the songs and, and the message and everything. And I said that to say this, he, he came back every night. But I noticed, brother, as the more he come, the more other people started raising their hand. Before the week was over, I mean about at least half of the church, and my, my family would vouch for this, at least half of the church probably was raising their hand. Praise is contagious. Won't you be the one that's catching it on? Amen. They're spreading it. Amen. We're living in a day where things is, a lot of things is contagious, but the best thing to have contagious is praise to God. Amen, and praising Him, amen, worshiping Him. Let, let us be one of the ones that starts it all and praising Him, amen. Uh, you know, you have cheerleaders at ball games. Why don't you have cheerleaders at, at church to start off 
praising the Lord and worshiping Him and uh, just, just uh, adoring Him and lifting up His name. So praise should be, is, is number one, is deserved. But it is, it is a decision, decision that you make. Now sometimes praise can be spontaneous. Uh, sometimes you can be just sitting there in your seat listening to a good song and the next thing you know, your hand's up in the air praising God. I call that spontaneous praise. And there's nothing wrong with that. That's good. You need to have some of that. But you know what? Throughout the day, you need to have some praise on purpose. You just praise God because you just want to praise Him, because He deserves it. And let me give you these three things. He demands it, He deserves it, and listen to this, He desires it. You've got something that God desires from you, and that's praise. Let us give Him all the praise He deserves, or as much as we possibly can. Now, notice here, not only He's deserved, it's a decision, but notice the direction. The direction. Let us therefore offer the sacrifice of praise to who? God. Now, you don't, you're, not looking, you're looking at somebody that, that really loves to see somebody play ba- baseball and, and get the bases loaded. I mean, and then somebody get up the bat and knock it over the wall. Man, I'll be jumping about as high as those rafters. <laughs> I, mean, I feel like I am. I love it. I love to see that. And that's kind of spontaneous, you know. But really, that's, we should give God that kind of praise. Amen. Spontaneous praise. and Give our praise to God. And then notice that next word, not only the direction, but notice the de- dedication of our praise. Continually. Let us lift up our the sacrifice of praise to God. Watch that next word, church. Say it with me. Let me read it again so you know where I'm at. By Him, therefore... Let us offer the sacrifice of praise to God continually. continually. Thank you. Uh, let me give you the thought on this. That doesn't mean vain repetition. That doesn't mean saying praise God, praise God, praise God all day long. That, that doesn't mean anything to God. But when we mean it from the heart, it's this right here. The word continually here means happening again and again within short periods of time. So, by this time of the day, we should have already praised God four or five times. Amen. I'm not just talking about thanking Him for your food. I'm, thinking, I'm talking about praising Him, lifting up your hands to Him, and blessing His name. David said, His praise is continually in my mouth. David said... I'll praise the Lord seven times a day. I believe seven's a good number. It's the number of completion. I believe it'd be a good idea for us to try to praise the Lord at least seven times a day. Praise, that's the dedication of praise. And then lastly tonight, you've been so well to listen, so, so good I'm going to go another half an hour. No, I'm teasing. <laughs> this is the last thing. The definition, the definition is real easy. I love it when the Bible gives its own definition, don't you? The sacrifice of praise to God continually, that is, here it is. He's going to give us the the, uh, definition. The fruit of our lips giving thanks to his name. The fruit of our lips giving thanks to his name. In other words, child of God, listen to me, church, Elk Point Baptist Church, I'm talking to you tonight. 
It's not just enough to be thankful in your heart. It's not just enough to be, have a thankful spirit. You have to, to give a sacrifice of praise, and that has to be with the mouth. And let me close with saying this. This altar is not just for sinners. Although if you're unsaved, you need to come to the altar and be saved. Matter of fact, you don't even have to come to the altar. You can be saved at your seat. But it's a good place to come to, come to the altar to, to, uh, to uh, show that you're not ashamed of God. Amen. Ashamed of being saved. But the, it's also a place for sinners to get right with God. But then also... It's a really good place, and we, this is what we don't use it for much anymore. We don't just come here just to praise Him and bless His name. You say, Brother Brady, I can praise Him with my lips in my seat. Yes, you can. But there's something about bowing before Him. You say, why do you mean that, Brother Brady? Well, listen, the Bible says in the last days, every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus is Lord. You know what that tells me? There's, there's more to it than just confessing. Every knee shall bow. I'm not saying you have to come tonight, but boy, it'd be a good thing. Wouldn't it be a, just a really good thing if, if a lot of us, if you're physically able, if you're physically able just to come and, and give God some praise for just a little while? Amen. And you, you might say, well, I can't think of anything to praise Him for. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm sure you can. But just start with the alphabet. Thank Him for all He's done for you. That's what we sung, sung a minute ago. Thank Him for blessing you. Thank, you. thank Him for the care He gives you every day. Thank you for His deliverance from sin. Amen. Thank Him for effectually working in your heart. Thank, you for, thank Him for the favor. Thank, for, thank Him for His faithfulness. Thank Him for His goodness. Thank Him for His holiness. Thank Him for being the great I Am. Thank Him for being Jehovah Jireh. That means he's the all-providing one. Hey, thank, you, thank you for being the joy giver. Thank you for being the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Thank you for being the merciful one. Thank you for never leaving you nor forsaking you. Thank you for, thank you for the open doors he's given you. Thank you for uh, uh, providing for you every day, his provision. Thank you for his quickening of your sinful spirit. Amen one day the quietener of the troubled heart. Amen. Thank Him for His righteousness. Thank Him for His riches He's given you. Thank Him for saving you. Thank Him for, for, for being the triune God. Thank Him for the truth. Thank Him for understanding everything you're going through. Thank Him for His victory that He's given you. Thank Him for His wonderful works He does in your life. Thank Him for His uh, excellent goodness and greatness and mercy and kindness and favor and love. Thank you for his yoke that is easy and the burdens at our life. Thank him for the zeal he gives you to serve the Lord. Thank him for Zion's hill. <laughs> One of these days we're going to be standing there, amen, on Zion's hill. I praise God for that. Just, just thank the Lord and bless, him, bless his name and give him a sacrifice of praise. Let's stand with our heads bowed and eyes closed as they come and sing a song. They're going to sing this song, Did I mention that I love him, that I worship and adore him? When I can't see the way, he makes a way. Did I mention he's been faithful to every promise he's ever gave me?
I love him. That's all I want to say. Amen. Several are coming. And like I said, if you're physically able tonight to just come and give him a sacrifice of praise. Remember now, it's with the lips. It's not just enough to say it in your heart. Say it with your lips that you love him. Say it with your lips that you thank him for all he's done for you. Amen. Before you know it, you'll be blessed as you do that. As they sing, you come. If God's dealt with your heart. in praise and uh, I, I've said this see it was early on in my Christian life I'd say within the first year probably that I was saved uh, definitely within the first two years I started reading over in the Psalms and there in the Psalms I began to see 
the determination. I, I saw all the praise, but I, I'd read the psalmist saying, man, I'm down. Man, this is tough. Am I ringing really bad? Does this sound weird? It sounds weird up here. But anyway, uh, but, but then he'd be going through this difficult time, but then he'd say, but you know what, man? God's been good. He's faithful, and I'm going to praise him. I will praise the Lord. I will thank him. I will do this. And I just started thought, man, I, I need that. Because here's what I was going to say. Think about for a moment, what are the reasons that you don't praise the Lord? I want you to think about the reasons you don't praise the Lord. Because what I want to challenge you on tonight is this. I believe that the reasons that we don't praise the Lord are some of the reasons that we actually should praise the Lord. You ever praise the Lord because you're not worthy? Or don't praise the Lord because you're not worthy? Maybe there was a time that you used to praise the Lord, but... You kind of got introduced to your old nature and was reminded of how sinful you are. And it's like, well, I'm not doing that anymore. My goodness, what does somebody like me have any business praising God? Well, all the business in the world. Because I'm a saved sinner and Jesus knew when he saved me who I was. Amen. So therefore, uh, Dan, sometimes the, the, when I'm just struggling, I'm like, Lord, and, and maybe I sin. Maybe it's sinful thoughts. Maybe it's something I do. And I just want to beat myself up. And I want to be like the old Puritans and flog myself or something. And, uh, and go around in the mold. But then I start thinking, but Lord, I pray you forgive me. And Lord, you said if I asked you to forgive me that you would. If I confess my sins, you're faithful and just forgiven. And Well, Lord, you forgive me and you save me. So therefore, guess what I have now? I got reason to praise the Lord. Amen. I've got a big reason to praise the Lord because I'm reminded it's not based on my performance. It's based on, so that's one of the reasons sometimes we don't praise the Lord. Why we really should be praising the Lord. Sometimes we don't praise the Lord because of our trials and our difficulties. But I'm telling you today, that's, we ought to be praising Him then too because He's promised He'll never leave us nor forsake us and that He's allowing these things. We ought to be a praising people. Uh, I've got a reputation over the last... Man, you want to know something? Coming up in October, uh, it's going to be 30 years since the Lord saved my soul. And over the years, I've got a, I've, I've got a reputation for praising the Lord. I've got a reputation for somebody that would praise the Lord. And I, I've had some including some people really close to me that would be real critical of that. You know, Jesse, he's just so emotional. And, uh, but I, 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 I'm a person of faith, and therefore, listen, buddy, I want to tell you something. The joy of the Lord is our strength. And if you think that, that praising the Lord is just emotionalism, uh, listen, I, I'm not going to say there's not a brand of it that's not. But what I want to tell you is it takes faith to praise God. It takes living by faith, walking by faith. When you don't feel nothing, when you don't see nothing, when everything looks like, man, you know God's there and He's worthy of our praise. Amen. So I just want to encourage you tonight. Be a praiser of the Lord. Amen. Exercise faith. Praise God. Lift up your voice. Uh, man, when you get down, if you're in your car, I, I can't tell you the praising I've done going down the highway. Uh, in my home, I mean, just throughout the day, man, praise the Lord. Right about the time you start beating yourself up, if you've confessed that sin, you need to start praising God instead. And right about the time you start letting yourself get overwhelmed. See, I don't praise, we don't praise God because we're good. We don't praise God because circumstances are good. If you can't praise God, I tell you, there's been times I didn't understand what I was going through, but I said, I'm glad this ain't it for me. Jesus might come today and this world's not my home. 
I mean, man, we just need to learn to praise God. We really do. And, and many of us have, and, and many of us need to do better, including myself. I'm not saying I'm the expert or a guru uh, by any means, but I can tell you that I believe with all my heart that I would not be standing here today if I, I mean, I don't believe we had know one another. I really don't. I don't believe we would know one another. I don't believe I'd be living out here. I don't know where I'd be, but I have a hard time thinking I'd be in the ministry if I didn't learn to exercise the faith of praising God. I really believe that because it magnifies the Lord and instead of magnifying your circumstances and magnifying how bad you are and all that, that ain't what it's about. It's about magnifying Him. Amen? Amen. So that's all I had to say. I'm I'm like Brother Brady. I I believe in it. Amen? All righty. Well, thank you so much for coming. I believe we probably have a few refreshments back there. Uh, I'm going to ask Jack if he would dismiss us in a word of prayer.